Walk for Wishes is back in person this year. Join Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley Sunday morning, October 17th at FDR Park in Yorktown for the annual Walk for Wishes to raise funds for more than 200 children in the Hudson Valley waiting for their wishes to be granted. When you walk for wishes, you help ensure that every eligible child experiences the hope and joy that a wish provides. It's a fun event that includes ice cream, food, family activities, and wish inspiration every step of the way. Registration begins at 8.30. The walk starts at 10. Register and learn more at hudson.wish.org forward slash walk our guest in this episode is chapter supporter jen ritz for the past six years jen along with the help of jason's army together have supported our chapter through their walk for wishes walk team and numerous holiday toy drives um, over the years collectively they've raised over thirty thousand dollars for local wishes which is insane so jen welcome to the wish house podcast how are you how's everything thanks abe good good to be here good to see you Good to see you too. I mean, we tend to see each other every year. We were just talking on the pre-call how we see each other usually around the holiday time because you're, you're you and, and a group from Jason's Army is always coming through to drop off you know toys for our toy closet. But before we get into all that, let's uh, share with our listeners a little bit about how you got connected to Make a Wish. I mean, I this is the first time I hear about it right before we <laughs> spoke on uh, on the podcast. But please share with our listeners how you first heard about Make a Wish and how did you get to us. Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley. This goes back way back to 2013. I worked at a gym in Jefferson Valley called Club Fit. And one of my good friends, Jason Needle, worked there with me. And he was um, fighting leukemia for about two years at that point. He was in remission. While he was battling that, he was in the hospital for like the better part of a year. And a local foundation up here um, covered his rent while he was in the hospital. So now that he was in remission and back working and everything, he was we were just talking one day, we were actually playing a, a game of horse in the basketball court. And he was like, I really want to figure out a way to, you know, pay them back. They did so much for me. This is amazing what they do. It was called the McDonough foundation. And, um, I really want to figure out, you know, ha- how to help them and, and give back so they can help more people. And we said, we just decided to come up with a 5k. He was a trainer. I was a trainer. So it kind of fit. And we were kind of off to the races and we hosted our first 5k in uh, 2013. We raised over $25,000, which the two of us kind of just jumped in with two feet, had no real idea what we were doing. We had a, a fundraiser bar. We had a spin class. We, you know, um, like you mentioned, we had, a, we had a toy drive and, and that kind of stuff. And at the end of it, we raised 25,000 and we were like, we can, you know, we can keep doing this. Unfortunately, we started advertising in about May for our fall walk, uh, fall 5K. And in June, he relapsed. So um, he started battling all that again. So it, our Facebook page, Jason's Army, kind of turned into not only, you know, advertising our uh, us fundraising and, you know, raising awareness for our race, but it was also a way for him to keep in touch with everybody, updating him on, you know, his tests and treatments and, you know, what was going on with him. So um, we hosted two of our own races. And then in 2015, we wanted to, you know, make a change and we were kind of shopping around different, um, charities to get involved with. And we have a mutual friend that was working at the Connecticut office, uh, for Make-A-Wish. And, and he said, you know what, why don't you, why don't you give them a call in Hudson Valley? And as soon as he said it, it, it clicked. It was like a perfect match for us. 
Yo, we got to give him a shout out because at the time he was working at Connecticut. Now he's working at Make-A-Wish, New Jersey. Shout out to Mike Dominic, who's also a Wish sibling. Um, His brother received the Wish back in the day, and now he works over at our sister chapter in New Jersey. So thank you, Mike, if you're listening to this podcast for bringing Jen and Jason's army in our direction. Um, So you guys started with your own stuff. Then it became uh, a battle with Jason, just kind of going through Mm -hmm. the second round of things. You know, so share with our listeners a little bit about who was Jason Needle, because obviously he's a uh, military veteran. You know, he served our country and he was a a fixture in the community, always trying to give back. But share with our listeners a little bit about Jason and kind of some of his background and how it kind of where we are today with Jason's army. Yeah. So um, Jay was one of my good friends. Again, we 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 met at uh, work, working at the gym and um, he was like. He, he was an army veteran. Like you said, he, he served in Iraq. Um, he, he was a trainer at, uh, the gym. He trained primarily kids. So, um, again, that, that's another reason why make, which was, was such a good fit for us. He was always, you know, training kids and, tra- and you just wanted to be a positive impact on their life. Um, he was kind of like larger than life. You know, he, you know, when we were planning the races in the beginning, he was the guy that was like, let's have a, let's have a costume, like a costume contest. Let's have, <laughs> you know, an obstacle course, let's do a balloon tunnel. And I had to be like, Jay, like easy. Like there's only so many things. So, um, I kind of had to like pull him down to earth, but like, that's just how he was. He was super enthusiastic, super determined. Um, like I said, if we always said that, you know, if anybody could beat the leukemia, it would have been him. And, um, he had, uh, his, his slogan, it's on my shirt for or Jason's army shirt is, was I can, I will. And he got it tattooed on his, on his biceps and, you know, uh, a few of us in the Jason's army crew got it also. And, um, you know, we all believe that if anybody could do it, he could do it. And unfortunately, right after our first, um, make a wish walk for wishes, once we teamed up with you guys, um, he, he passed away on December, uh, 5th and, uh, December 4th, 2015. And so he, he didn't get to, he knew that we granted the wish and made, you know, made over the 7,500, but he didn't get to see, you know, who, who we granted the wish for. Um, but again, like the, when we go back to saying what a perfect match that make a wish was, is, you know, we always talk about with the kids that what a wish does for a wish kid is that it, you know, gives them something to look forward to it. You know, it's a little fun in their life, you know, break from the treatment and being sick and on and on and on. But for, for Jay, it was, he was going through the same exact thing as them. So it, it was a break in the treatment for him. So every day we were texting about t-shirts and, and how much money we raised and this and that. So it was, he, he was getting the same benefits as, you know, as the wish kid was, which was, it's a kind of a cool perspective to see. Cause I don't think that's always the case with when you're fundraising for this kind of stuff. No, absolutely not. And, and I think it was a very unique situation and, you know, we're honestly really blessed and, and honored and privileged to be associated with Jason and, uh, and obviously his army, which you're a part of, um, which you guys carry on the legacy of, of what he started, his enthusiasm, his, his zeal for what he believed in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that it's, it's apparent, you know, and I kind of started off with our intro with saying that you guys collectively over the past six years, you guys have raised over $30,000 for, for local wishes. And, you know, I know a lot of people listening to the podcast are supporters of the chapter, maybe have never hosted a fundraiser before. And kind of like you and Jay did in the beginning, you kind of, you just kind of jumped right in, not knowing where you were going to go with it. How can you give some tips to someone in the community who wants to start something 
like this, if it's not a 5K, but even just a, a fundraiser in general, how did you guys get started and, and how did you kind of rein in all the ideas and kind of focus on you know a few things in order for you to kind of move forward with the fundraising? I mean, now, now with social media and the internet, it's very easy. Um, you know, you could just, you just throw out there that, I mean, with Jay, it was easy. Like I said, everyone loved him. He had a following on, on, uh, the Jason's army Facebook page and, you know, people were just flocking him. They just wanted to support him. When we did our first race, I remember saying like, I just want 50 people and we'll break even on our expenses. And, you know, that's it. And we ended up with 180 people and, you know, because that's how many race bibs we have. Like we gave out our last bib and we had to cut it off. So, um, you know, people were flocking to us, but for anybody, um, there's so many ways that you can give back. I mean, using Make-A-Wish as an example, like my background was in race directing. So when I came in for my meeting with you guys, that's, you know, I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about, but if you want to, you know, raise money on Facebook, if you want to bring a jar to, you know, your local bar one Saturday night, if you want to, um, if you don't want to raise money at all, and, and that's not people's thing sometimes, if you just want to say, Hey, I want to hand out water bottles at the walk. I want to, you know, take tickets at the wish ball. There's so many ways that you can get involved without, you know, having to commit to asking your friends for money if, if you don't want to. Um, so there's, there's a bunch of ways that you can get involved. And then, you know, I promise you it'll snowball. Oh, most definitely. And for those that are listening and want to get connected with our local chapter in hosting a fundraiser, just getting connected with us to find out how they can support us. There's going to be a link in our show notes to our community relations manager, Claire Chirac, and she'll be able to guide you through all the different ways that you can get started. Um, and, and it's interesting because you say you, you mentioned it earlier that Jason passed away in early December and we received the first gift. You're actually associated with that first gift that was given to or donation, let's say, that was given to our chapter. And it was actually on December 11th. So it wasn't that long after oh, wow. of, of his passing that you were in our system as um you know, giving a donation or being a part of that. So it's pretty amazing that um, it's grown. And even though the pandemic did, did kind of throw things a little bit mm-hmm. out of whack last year, but you guys were were eager to come back and we're so excited to have you participating in the walk this year. So mm-hmm. again, for our listeners, you want to support Jason's Army, there'll be a link in the show notes so that yeah. if you can join them, but, but you want to donate, there'll be a links in our show notes for yeah. that. So share with our listeners a little bit about your team today and kind of how you guys are fundraising and, and how many people you got going on and, and mm-hmm. how's it going? Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the main, the main people that run Jason's army, myself, Jay's sister, Becky, and, um, our friend, Mark, who Mark was actually the GM at club fit at the time where we both worked. Um, so, you know, we're, we're kind of spearheading it, uh, you know, now, and, um, you know, we all kind of go to our, our own people and try to try to convince them to show up and, you know, buy a t-shirt or donate money. Becky uh, does a lot of work behind the scenes. She works for Pepsi and they're one of the companies that are generous enough to, to match their employee donations. So she, that's a, that's a big chunk of our donations every year when we, when we, you know, fundraise for the walk. Um, and Mark and I are just trying to recruit people to show up and, and, and walk with us at the race. Um, it's kind of a, uh, it's, it's kind of competitive between me and Mark and, and his wife, because the last, I guess the last time we had a physical walk was 2019 right. and we all meddled, um, at the walk. So <laughs> we kind of, we kind of trash talk, you know, who's going to have the better time coming up, but. Oh, that's funny. Well, it's, well, it's kind of funny. And it's also, 
you know, things evolve, right. And things change over mm-hmm. time. And, and one of the, th- the things that have changed at, with this year's walk is the actual route. So the route is not going to be the full 5k, like what we've been doing for maybe the past, like six, seven years. Um, so it's going to be a little bit shorter. So it'd be about a mile and a half. Um, it'll, it'll be a lot quicker to get through, um, no medals, unfortunately for, you know, the fastest time and, and things like mm-hmm. that. But it's we have a lot of great surprises that are in store for the walk. Um, that's really mission driven, something that will really help connect people to our local chapter. So definitely come out for those that are listening and want to support Jason's Army or want to support our walk in general. Um, come out, even if it's a last minute decision. You know, we have on-site registration that's available for everyone. So please come out and, uh, and support us. And, and I'm curious. So you mentioned that with that PepsiCo connection, they're based out of purchase, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. So they're not that far so. from our, our, our office, which is in Tarrytown. Yeah. So, you know, again, that's another great example of someone in the community that's connected to us, you know, in a lot of different ways and, and, and bringing in their own professional background mm-hmm. into it. And I think that's another thing, like you said, matching gifts and, and having employers uh, support their employees with, with philanthropy and, and, and fundraising yeah. in the local community. That's something that's just, Amazing. So shout out to Becky for supporting us in that way. And, um, and everyone and you obviously and Mark for, for always coming through and, 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 and this is actually going to be your, your fifth wish that you're aiming to grant if I yeah, remember I correctly. So. Right. Yep. Yep. Our first one was in 2015. So. Wow. That's amazing. So your first wish, if I remember correctly, and maybe you, you can let me know, was the child Lila, was that the first yes. child you guys helped yep. grant a wish Lila. for? Exactly. Yep. I have a cool story about that too, because, um, like I said, Jay, Jay died before we found out who, who we granted the wish for. And, um, months we showed up, me, Becky and Mark showed up to the wish house. We, we had the whole ceremony, which is honestly our favorite part. Um, you know, some people don't know that you need to raise $7,500 to say that you granted the wish outright. Right. So that's always our goal when we start in the beginning of the year is to get, you know, to that and, and surpass it. So, um, so we did that first year. And so we go and we have the whole presentation with the plaque and the star and the name on the wall and everything. And, um, and, and we go home and then three, four months later, I get a message to Jason's army Facebook page and it was Lila's mom. And oh, wow. she messaged, she messaged, she's like, I, you know, we found out about you guys and, you know, we just want to say thank you. And, you know, on and on, on about how great the trip was. And she talks about us all the time. And, and she went through all of you know, Jay's posts when, when he was posting the page and all of his updates and everything. And he, she said, I found this, um, I found this quote from Jay saying, you know, he was trying to, to drum up money. And he said, um, you know, I can't wait to tell this kid that Jason's army granted your wish. And she said, I found this quote and I, I, you know, I made this up for you guys. And she photoshopped a picture of Lila and Disney and Jay together. And then the other side of the frame, it was, um, you know, she made up a certificate saying, you know, Lila's wish granted by Jason Darmy. And she was like, I just wanted to make that happen for Jay. So uh, that was I got really, goosebumps really cool. right now, Jay. And I'm sure everyone listening to this story is going to have, you know, goosebumps as well. I mean, that's a powerful that really story. Cool yeah. And, and I think what to, to help clarify for those that are listening, kind of how how fun a wish kind of works. So back in the day it used to be called kind of like an adopt a wish, but now it's, it's, it's what we call fund a wish, which has a variety of different sub programs within that. Ultimately the goal with being a part of our fund a wish program is that you're raising enough to grant a wish, right? So 
on average, the cost of a wish is between $7,500 and $10,000 on average for our chapter. So obviously, when you hit that $7,500 threshold, then you can pretty much say, hey, we helped grant a wish. And as a result of that, what we try to do to really help cultivate our, our relationships and, and really have people feel connected even further with our mission is we try to link up a child that had a wish granted um, that either we have like a clear idea of what the end result cost is going to be and then associate that with those individuals or groups like Jason's Army that help fundraise enough to cover a, the cost of a wish. So that's actually what we do. So we do provide wish R and we invite you guys to the wish house and we have like our own thing between make a wish and the organizers like Jason's army. But then we also have families like Lila's family, which kind of go above and beyond anything. We, we didn't know that we didn't know that that was something yeah. that happened. So to know that that happened, you know, after the fact um, is something really special and it just shows how appreciative our wish families are not just of the experience that they're able to have as a gift that we're able to provide for them, but also those behind the scenes that are making it happen. And you guys are a prime example of that. So it's just absolutely amazing. And, and if, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, with Jason's army and what your walk team is raised right now, from what I recall, I mean, last time I checked a few days ago, you guys were a little bit over 2,700. So where are you guys now? Well, and that's without the, with, that's without the Pepsi match. So you have to, you have to think of a majority of that money is coming from Pepsi. Then they cut a check at the end when Becky says, okay, that's it. So um, we never really know the exact number because of that, but we're over at this point, we're over five. So you wow. know, we're more than more than two thirds there. Yeah. So come on guys, help Jason's army get over the line. <laughs> we got to get we'll them get up to 7,500. <laughs> Let's go support them. So please be sure to reach out to look for the show notes. We're going to have a link there to Jason's army um, and their walk team. So again, and, and if you want to join them and walk on the day of, please come out on October 17th to walk for wishes um, walkathon over at FDR state park. Now I have a random question for you, Jen, because we've yes. never really talked about, uh, about this before, but what kind of got you into uh, volunteering your time and donating your time in this kind of way? Was there anything prior to, Jason, that kind of got you into this kind of uh, mindset of really giving back in, in this type of meaningful way? When I was a kid, like, you know, six, seven, eight years old, I, my next door neighbor was a wish kid. So it was kind of mm -hmm. on my radar. I, didn't, I like, I didn't even know he was sick. I just remember him, you know, he got to go on this trip and he, and, and it was from Make-A-Wish. So it was always kind of my radar. I always kind of knew what it was. And then fast forward all these years later, um, I was kind of, I was kind of into races. Like I knew what team and training was. I knew that what that kind of fundraising world was, but um, you know, that Jason's army with me and Jay, when we started that first race, that was kind of my first, you know, my first go at really fundraising. And with Jay, it was go big or go home. So, you know, we went for it. Yeah. And you guys definitely have gone for it. And I mean, we're celebrating here our 35th year anniversary you guys are on the verge of raising total up to this point. And obviously you'll surpass this by the time the end of the walk, but you know, 35,000 plus, you know, it's pretty significant 35,000 as a group raised over all these years. And we're celebrating our 35th yeah. anniversary. So that, that is just really beautiful the way that works out. Um, I'm curious, another question for you. So, you know, one of the things I mentioned earlier was the, you know, your previous employee over at Club Fit at the gym, you guys used to host uh, holiday drives, uh, toy drives for us. So yep. share with our listeners a little bit about that, because obviously right at the heels of our 
of our walk is going to be the holiday season. We're going to hit November and right into December. So if someone in the community says, hey, I don't have the bandwidth to be able to organize some sort of event, Mm -hmm. but I could totally collect toys, you know, from, you know, people that I know. So share with our listeners a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, Club Fit was really big into community and working there. You know, I was, I was working with kids at the time. Jay was training kids and um, we knew a bunch of people and they were really, you know, they were, they really backed us. They really supported us. They really supported Jay and his treatment and, and the staff there too. They, you know, Club Fit was great. And um, so they, they, they stuck a box in the, in the lobby, you know, with a sign and, um, you know, little by little toys kept showing up. So it, like you said, it's an easy, you know, everybody either has a, like a toy sitting in a closet that, you know, nobody's going to use in the house or anybody can go, you know, spend 20 bucks on Amazon and, you know, everybody can do that. Absolutely. And we have a wish list on our website. So we'll be sure to also link that up in our show notes for those that are interested in, in purchasing toys, you know, for our wish kids. And, and, and just to give everyone some context and to our listeners. So our, our toy closet is a closet, literal huge closet we have in our conference room at the wish house. That's just full of toys. And the purpose of those toys is that we use them as what we call icebreaker gifts or enhancement gifts. What that means is that when we go and visit Wish Kids for the first time, we like to bring a toy for them and their siblings that live in the house. So as a result, that helps kind of build a, a quick interpersonal relationship with them, which, you know, you, Jen, you know, this working with kids, you got to build some sort of rapport with them, whatever it is, whether it's mm-hmm. a, a shared interest, shared interest in team and in, in comic books and whatever, you find something that you guys can connect on. And that's kind of what we try to do also in the form of toys. When we first meet with the wish kids, obviously during this during this time, we're not meeting with kids in person as a result of the, the pandemic that we're in, but we are still meeting with them virtually And what we're doing instead is sending families and kids um, these enhancements in the mail, or we pack them up and drop them off in the front door, you know, and we leave them there for the family to then open, you know, grab it when they're ready. So that's something to keep in mind, just kind of putting it all in perspective. And so the, the toys are extremely important because right after the holiday season, when we get everything, we're just inundated with, with donations of toys, which is fantastic. But those toys last us the entire year. So come around this time of the year, we're starting to look at the closet and we're like, hey, it's getting a little thin. Um, so we need to kind of replenish. So this is something extremely needed for us. We'll again share a link in the show notes for, about it. Um, and aside from like a wish list of items that we need or interest that kids have, like right now, one of the big things that kids are really into is Roblox and Minecraft and teenage kids. Um, it's always hard to find something for them. So gift cards are a great option for them. So they could go ahead and grab whatever they want, especially on the first visit, you're still getting to know your kid. Um, so there's a lot of different ways and a lot of different things that you guys can grab. Everything has to be brand new. So unopened boxes, no, no stuffed animals, um, which is something I know we get a lot of re- questions about is, hey, I have a bag full of stuffed animals. Because our kids are immunocompromised and they're going through treatment, you know, we want we need to ensure that you know, we're not bringing anything to them that may, you know, get them sick or, or anything like that. So we have to make sure that everything's brand new, unopened in their original boxes. So um, just to give some context, if those that are listening want to be a part of our you know, wish list and our, and our toy closet, um, you know, program, we encourage you guys to check out our show notes. There'll be a link there uh, for it. So 
Thank you for sharing about that, Jen, because that's one of, like you said, one of the things that a lot of people don't realize and it's something so mm-hmm. simple, especially if you work in an office, you just put out a box and, you know, wrap it up in some nice wrapping paper and say donations for Make-A-Wish or, you know, we'll, pr- we'll provide you with the sign, you know, if it makes it easier, you right. know, we'll provide you right. with the support, you know, um, and again, that's something else that can kind of go through, you know, our community relations manager and Claire, and then she'll connect you with the appropriate person at the office. Um, because it's always good that she stays connected with members of our community that are, you know, hosting events, fundraising, or for toys, you know, for the chapter. So that's something that's really important to put out there. And and thank you for doing that every year. Switching gears a little bit. Uh, one of the things we have yeah. in our podcast is our shooting star segment. So it's a series of questions where you say the first thing that comes to mind. And we kind of talked a little bit about the first wish that you guys helped underwrite the cost for, which was for Wish Kid Lila. Um, but what is another favorite Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley memory that you guys have as a team um, you know, over the years? Um, yeah, Ly- Lila's, mo- Lila's mom's, uh, you know, post to us is, is obviously the, you know, the memory that stands out. But our third wish, um, I think her name was Veda. It was our third wish we did. And she our first two, um, our first two wishes were for were Disney trips. And, you know, as awesome as that is, by the time you get to the third one, you're like, all right, all right, can we, you know, is there something <laughs> else that these kids want? I mean, I love Disney, but it's, it's wild um, though, you know, 60, over 65% of our wishes are Disney related wishes typically. Right. But now during this pandemic, right. we are not able to grant travel wishes. So all of our wishes right now are electronics pup. We were just talking about puppies before and dogs yep, and, yep. you know, and so there's just, just a variety of different wishes. Now kids are getting a lot more creative than, um, than travel. Right. So, um, so our third wish was for Veda and she wanted, you know, because of her sickness and because of her treatment schedule, she wasn't able to go to her gymnastics class anymore. So that, so her wish was to bring gymnastics to her. So, um, what she got is in their basement or whatever, she got all gymnastics equipment. So she got a balance beam and the floor and, and, and everything. So, and I thought that was really cool and it really fit us and Jay. And, um, because here's a kid that, couldn't do their sport anymore. And all they wanted was to do their sport and, you know, and continue to train and practice. And, and we were able to, to do that for her. And that, that re- at the time, I remember thinking that really fits what, you know, what Jay stood for and, and he would have loved that one. And next question is, you know, there's always those people that we know in the community that want to do something, don't know how to get it started. Mm-hmm. You know, what would be your advice to them in, in connecting them with our local chapter? I mean, I, I think that the best part is that Make-A-Wish is such an easy, it, it's just an easy thing to, to, for people to connect with. Like everybody wants to make something happen for these kids, right? Like everybody can get behind that. So if you're in an office or, or a school or wherever you work, if you start talking about Make-A-Wish, people will jump on it. So um, I think starting is the hardest part, but you'll see that, you know, like you said, even just putting a, a box in the, in the office to, you know, for toys, everybody will can get behind trying to make this happen for these kids. So um, aside from that, I think even contacting you guys, you guys are really receptive to, to people's ideas. And I'm, I'm sure somebody said, you know, it's just me. I don't want to get it. I, you know, I don't want to bother my friends or my coworkers or whatever. You know, you could find a job for them, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. We have something for them for sure. So definitely reach out to us. We'll get you connected to the right person at the office and, you know, we'll get you started on your journey of giving back, you know, to local wish kids, which brings me to my next question uh, which we also have never talked about before either, which is if you could have a wish, what would it be? And to remind our listeners, we have five formal wish categories. They are to go, to meet, to have, to be, and to give. So out of those five categories, what wish would you have? 
I would want a tricked out RV that I could drive cross country. in. So that's a, that's a really cool wish. And actually uh, speaking of RV. So one of the wishes that uh, we are granting during this time, a lot of are actually camper wishes. So we have a lot of kids sure. that have been asking for campers um, and, it's been, we have a great partner in, in Camping World who uh, helps us grant those wishes. They have a really nice package for them. Um, so shout out to Camping World and for those kids that are that are that have wished for those or that are thinking about wishing for a camper. It is a really fantastic wish and it's one of those that can serve it you really well in the future. Off a lot of the, it checks off a lot of the boxes of your criteria, like to have, to go, to be. So that, that's a good one. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and last question I have for you, Jen, is in one word, how would you describe Make Wish? Uh, I think the word has to be priceless. I mean, this is a it, it's a priceless experience for the for the Wish Kid and their family, um, and and for the for the people or the organization that gets to that gets to you know do this for these kids. So I think that that's the word all around. I got to say, Jen, this was a really long overdue conversation, you know, outside yeah, of the podcast, sure. we definitely should have connected prior. Um, Cause like I said, I see, I would see you every year. I, my office is right on the ground level. So I would always see you come yep. in through the main doors with literally bags full of toys. Um, just, it, it was unbelievable how many toys you guys would bring. It was just like insane. And I remember they would be all set up like either in our wishing room or they would be set up in our conference room. And then I would have to like move them around so I could find a spot to eat lunch. Um, so it was pretty, uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, but again, you know, it's been kind of like a weird, you know, year and a half and, and having this opportunity to connect with chapter supporters like you and, and everyone that supports Jason's army is extremely, um, great to be able to do right now because you know we yeah, need to we're connect excited. with each we're other excited to show up absolutely yeah we're excited to have you and you know again for those that are listening you want to support jason's army there'll be a link in the show notes and jen thank you so much for joining us today on the wish house podcast and sharing how you're giving back and your entire team is giving back to make wish and really truly transforming lives um for local wish kids thank so you. thank you so much jen thank you to our listeners, remember, you can always refer to our show notes for additional information about the topics we discussed today. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast to help us reach as many people as possible about our wonderful mission. Special thanks to the executive producers of the Wish House podcast, Jillian Rodriguez and Sydney Wolf. Shout out to Wish alum Brian Chin for providing our podcast theme music. And finally, from all of us at the Wish House, stay safe and healthy. Walk for Wishes is back in person this year. Join Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley Sunday morning, October 17th at FDR Park in Yorktown for the annual Walk for Wishes to raise funds for more than 200 children in the Hudson Valley waiting for their wishes to be granted. When you walk for wishes, you help ensure that every eligible child experiences the hope and joy that a wish provides. It's a fun event that includes ice cream, food, family activities, and wish inspiration every step of the way. Registration begins at 8.30. The walk starts at 10. Register and learn more at hudson.wish.org forward slash walk.